Welcome everybody to part two of this week's episode. We're going to start it off here with the College Corner. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. College Corner, week five. Here we go. Let's run it. Let's get to college football right away. The college football playoff committee last Sunday. I don't know how much of it was talked about um, on the show last week, but Notre Dame was given the last spot over uh, Texas A&M, Cincinnati, some of these other teams that people wanted to see maybe make the field who went undefeated. Notre Dame got their, they got wiped on the floor uh, with Clemson, and yet um, they were still given the nod. They got the fourth seed. Um, they lost the game 34-10 to uh, when, there was, when it was in. It was a, a pseudo-home game for Clemson, you know. It's, Clemson was, it was in Charlotte, so pretty close to Clemson. Um, but we just, I had been saying the whole time predicting that Trevor Lawrence was just going to, you know, insert his dominance and it wasn't going to be close. 24 points, not really close. After the first three points of the of the game, which was a field goal by Notre Dame, then the score almost went all the way up to 34-3 and it looked as if they weren't going to score again. And I know, I know that the Trevor Lawrence was back and I know the Clemson scored a lot because of him. But Notre Dame, you still had that offense that you had when you played Clemson at your home stadium and you put it into double overtime and you won the game. Where was that offense? They did not show up. Now you have to go up against an even tougher task, many would argue, Mac Jones and the Alabama team with a fantastic offense. They're going to throw points up on the board. You're going to have to respond. You're going to have to make stops on defense, and you're going to have to have a better offensive score, and you're going to have to score more than 10 points in the college football game and the playoffs, or you will have your second straight embarrassing blowout loss to get yourself knocked out of the college football playoffs and people... We'll be, they'll be thinking you're a joke. I'm not saying Notre Dame's a joke. I think they're a great football team, but I don't know. I mean, they went 10-0, and then they lost, so they didn't have a conference championship, and they played a weak Clemson team that week. Uh, Clemson got the two spot. Ohio State was given unanimous vote to make the Big Ten championship game, and then in which case they made easy work of Northwestern, even though they had a small scare at the beginning of the game. So they made the, the three in Alabama, you know, SEC champions. All the glory to them. They, they deserve it. They'll be the one seed. So it'll be interesting games. They're coming up for you next weekend uh, but before our next uh, filming of the podcast. So that'll be pretty fun for all of us. And we've got Alabama predict they're going to wipe the floor with Notre Dame. I don't think it'll be close. I think it might be more than 24 points. I just don't think Notre Dame has it in them to contend. If they do, I'll stand by, uh, I'll stand by my statements. I'll give them props. But right now, no shot. I think Alabama wins that game. I'm giving Clemson the edge. I want Clemson. I want to see Clemson. I want Trevor Lawrence to win this game. I know he had to miss two games with uh, coronavirus. I know Hask is doing great from Florida, and Mac Jones did great from Alabama. I would like to see this guy get a Heisman, you know? He, he's he been in the league. Joe Burrow obviously broke every single record last year, so he didn't get it that year and the year before that. Um, Lawrence had to, even though Clemson went undefeated until they got to the championship game that year, it took him six or seven games before they flipped from the other quarterback and gave and gave Trevor the starting role and then he went on you know and he won the whole thing that year, uh, but he doesn't have any Heisman's and this guy's gonna go to the NFL. He's one of the best talents. A lot of people saying the best talent center at college um, to leave college football under the NFL since Andrew Luck or something like that. I could see it. I don't have any quarrels with that. I'd like to see him win a Heisman, so I think the Heisman I'd go give it to Trevor, um, and then I think that Alabama wins the game. I think Clemson wins the game. I think we get another Clemson Alabama. Finals. I'd, I would. I'd like, I would like to see Ohio State, but I just don't. I haven't seen enough of them to really. They only played five games before they played the Big Ten championship game. Um, so I, I, I'm, I'm predicting Clemson's going to win the whole thing. It just feels like that's the year it's going to be. They had to quarterback out for two games with COVID. Barely beat Boston College. Lost a close game to Notre Dame at Notre Dame. 
Um, and so I do think that it'll be Clemson over Alabama, but those the first round of those games coming up for you guys shortly here, um, and it'll just be fun, so make sure you tune into those New Year's Day. College basketball, on the other hand, we've got a shocking story for you. Kentucky basketball, 1-6 for the first team since 1926, or 19, no, 1926 was the 1-5. They just lost to Louisville the other day, a game they should have won. Now, for the first time since 1911, it's been over a century since Kentucky basketball started the season 1-6. There's not enough excuses in the book that are going around right now, but, and I know that it feels like scrimmages. They almost beat uh, Louisville, they almost beat Kansas, but they need to get it together. Or they will be in the same spot that UNC was in last year where they need to win their conference championship in order to even make the playoffs. College basketball has been doing all right, though, so give me one second. I'll pull up the rankings for you all. Iowa come jumping all over the place. Gonzaga holding true at number one. Illinois bounced around a little bit. Um, there's some good games coming up, though. we got Michigan State, Minnesota, 21 in the country. Michigan State, 17. That's a game going down tonight. That should be a good one. Gonzaga has just been kind of wiping the floor with everyone. You know, they played Iowa when Iowa was a three, and they were the one. They beat them by ten. Iowa held with them. Uh, they just they routed uh, Virginia 98-75 the other on Saturday, and that was uh, – Virginia was a ranked team at the time, the 23rd best team in the country. Um, so Gonzaga seems to be pulling away with it. Baylor still sitting up there at number two. I really, really wanted to see – I think we all really wanted to see, but we all wanted to see uh, – we wanted to see the game that was supposed to be played in the first the first weekend of the season, the Gonzaga-Baylor game, and instead we uh, it got pushed because of COVID. So many games in college basketball are getting pushed because if anyone on either side has COVID, they kind of got to push it off. But Gonzaga 7-0, and Baylor 6-0. and Baylor received two votes, and Gonzaga received the rest other 62 votes for the AP Top 25 for the for the one spot. Kansas 8-1, they're the three. Villanova 8-1 and as well, they're four. Houston undefeated still 7-0. and they're moving up in the rankings a little bit. They're five. Wisconsin eight and one, holding steady. Tennessee six and zero. Texas seven and one. West Virginia, Iowa, Creighton, all seven and two. Missouri six and zero. Good time to be a Missouri basketball fan and to be a Missouri resident. Kind of exciting. I know we're a local sports show. Missouri there twelve. Texas Tech seven and two. Rutgers six and one. Illinois seven and three. Michigan seven and zero. Michigan State six and two. Florida State five and one. Northwestern six and one. Duke's only played five games. They made the decision they only want to play conference games now or something. People are a lot of them are slamming slamming Duke for it, saying that Duke just doesn't want to lose any more of these games because they lost those their two losses or those um, non-conference home losses and they're so unusual for Duke. But Duke at 20 there at third and two. Oregon six and one. Minnesota eight and one with a really very challenging schedule coming up against Iowa, Illinois. Uh, Michigan State, all these teams they got to play in the next week. So we'll really see how this Minnesota team's built. They had a good game of win against SLU, 90-82 a week ago. Then we got Virginia at 23-4-2. Virginia Tech, 7-1. And Ohio State, 7-2. They round out the top 25. Other teams receiving votes. North Carolina, is they fell off the list. Xavier received some votes. Uh, San Diego State, then North Carolina, then Arkansas, then Clemson, Colorado, St. Louis, Florida, Louisville, BYU, Georgia, NC State, Indiana, UCLA, Richmond, and then it kind of falls off. The only the other people only have a handful of votes. Uh, UCF, Western Kentucky, Boise State, SMU, Drake, and Chattanooga. Dropped from the rankings, though. Carolina was 17th last year in the last week in the rankings, and Xavier 22nd. They they dropped out, and Oregon pulled in, Minnesota pulled in, Northwestern. Everyone kind of there's a lot of movement. You know, it's a it's a weird time. We haven't even gotten to conference play. 
which we will be getting to shortly. And usually the first half of the season is highlighted so heavily by um, pre by tournaments. Like, there's always like the, the championship classic happen. I know it's usually in the same location this time. They had to opt to have them in different the home stadiums for the Duke and Kentucky game, or Duke and Michigan State and Kansas-Kentucky games. Um, but usually there's all these classics. There's the ones, there's the one in Hawaii. There's the the one in Florida. There's all over the country. They usually have some of the best teams, and they all go showcase. and And they were all canceled this year. They've had a couple uh, a couple bubble tournaments already um, in New Jersey, where they have everyone get off a bus, get tested, sit in a hotel room till the test comes back. When the test back positive, if it comes back, anyone that comes back negative, the whole team has to leave. If they're all positive, all they can do is stay in their rooms the whole time, then go to the court, play the games, go back to their rooms. They bring them food and everything. Obviously, got bathrooms in there, and that's that's the only way they can do it. So I don't know if that's what it's going to have to look like for March. Um, Jay Billis says there's too much on the line for them to cancel the season, and it won't happen. I mean, I believe him. College basketball, though, kind of exciting to watch. Always more exciting to watch, um, usually early on, and especially at the end than than NBA, just because of so how many upsets happen and how many heroes we see just arise each week um, as the season progresses. So that's been College Corner for you guys, week five. Make sure you watch those games on New Year's Day. Make sure you watch some college basketball. I'll be back in a week, and have you guys a great week. You know what time it is, guys. We only have one more week of the NFL season, which means there's a lot on the line. A lot is taking form. We had a great slate of games over the last few NFL days. report here, guys. We had a game on Christmas Day. Which Merry featured Christmas. Alvin Kamara uh, tying an NFL rushing record of six touchdowns. Could have had seven. Taysom Hill ran a touchdown in from the one-yard line um, in which, well, Kamara was on the sideline. So it wasn't even oh, like it was okay. between him handing it off gotcha. or running it. Gotcha. Um, and I wanted to go eat some Christmas dinner, and I come back and realize Kamara scored one more somehow. And so if Kamara had scored that one instead, then he would have set the NFL record Great fantasy game. Anyone in fantasy football championships this week, if they were facing Kamara, had a real hard time coming back from How that. Many he, he, did oh, get? he put up 50 points. It was insane. He had a great performance, but that was just one of the games that we saw um, before Sunday. We had three games on Saturday. Tampa Bay was up 40 to zero at halftime. Won 47-7. Pulled Tom Brady out of the game. Against. Uh, they beat up Detroit. Detroit. That was a good one. Gronk had a couple touchdowns. Vintage Gronk, San Francisco beat Car the Cardinals, which was which is actually going to have some pretty uh, big playoff implications because now Cardinals, because um, of strength of schedule, will now need to win their last game next week, which is against the Rams, and they will need the Bears to lose when they play the Packers next week. And then, in my opinion, the greatest game of the year, the Miami Dolphins edged the Vegas Raiders 26-25. to this game was 16 to 16 with four minutes left. Two incredible touchdowns on like blown coverages. One, um, one, one. I think one was Aguilar on the the right sideline just ran the entire field, and then one was a little dink dink pass that the Dolphins threw their Gaskin, their running back, Tell me, turned and ran pass? a dink pass. Well, I was just like with the quarterbacks getting chased, he just kind of tosses it up, and it wasn't even so like it was a far like pass. A it wasn't even. A, it was just one of those things where you throw it over the line, guys, and your running back catches it to run a couple yards got like 55 yards and Vegas on their touchdown missed the extra point and then Miami scored that long one then Vegas marches down the field and instead of trying to score a touchdown 
They had Josh Jacobs run down and fall on the one-yard line three times, and then they kick a field goal to go up two points, thinking that's enough. 19 seconds left in the game. Tua got benched. Ryan Fitzpatrick's in. Fitzmagic. Fitzpatrick has zero timeouts. Fitzmagic. Has to go the entire... Oh, okay, Fitzmagic. <laughs> has to go the entire field. The man, on the first play, gets his face mask pulled, and as his face is turned halfway with his uh, upside down, throws the ball up, Connects for 35 yards with a wide-open wide receiver on blown coverage. So that catch of 35 yards, in addition to the 15-yard face mask, pushes 50 yards down the field, and they're able to kick a game-winning field goal with Jason Sanders as time runs out to put the Dolphins in the playoffs, most likely, at 10-5. and Vegas needed to win that game. They needed the Ravens and Dolphins to lose their last two. Obviously, it didn't even happen, but See, what's incredible game of the me, year. Steven, is... Didn't that just happen to the Raiders where they lost on a last-second play? They won on a last-second play. They oh, beat the Jets me. on blown zero coverage. Forgive me. And the, the commentators, Kurt Warner was like, he's like, let me tell you right now, the Jets or the Raiders, I'm going to make it a, a bold assumption they're not going to come out in that zero coverage that they got lucky and beat the Jets. And then they almost did because the wide receiver was wide open downfield with the face mask. Crazy ending. Kurt Warner called it the weirdest ending. Uh, the best football game he's ever seen the ending of. And that was just before we got to Sunday. Sunday's game, packed full of games. Chiefs, nail-biter performance. I'll talk more about that. Three straight that. weeks, Chiefs uh, almost lost games. Yeah, we, Young Hoku missed two that. field goals, and they could have easily scored uh, a touchdown on the last one. Well, yeah, but he could But it was the second one of it. Yeah, and he could have they could have scored a touchdown in the last few minutes to, oh, they to win the game. But they just so wanted to Kansas tie it City and go to iced it out or edged it out, so they will now lock up the one seed with that win. They will. Uh, Pittsburgh was down twenty four to seven and somehow beat Indianapolis twenty eight to twenty four. Yeah, I bet looked, you're happy about that. But well, uh, it looked like it was gonna be four indie, in a row. All of my indie fans out there, um, I feel your pain as well. Yeah, I don't really know what happened Yes, there. I'm a Chiefs fan, but I, I also have a love for the Colts. And, you know, Phillip Rivers and Jonathan Taylor were just the defense, going off. Well, the and Colts then, had, the best, they had the best turnover ratio in the league, so they had they produced way more than they gave up, and they had the best offensive line. Phillip Rivers had only been sacked like nine times all season. Got sacked five times just yesterday, twice by the league the leader, Steelers T.J. Watt. The off, so, and then... You the know. Steelers, like I said, they had a fumble recovery. They got all the way to the three-yard line. Juju they had Smith. an interception. They the Their end. defense is going to keep them in games. The offense looks terrible. The running game is it was so bad, so bad. Um, they got the ball on the one-yard line, and they uh, ran the ball on the first down. Benny Snell lost yards, and then three straight plays, they go shotgun formation, empty out the backfield. That's just coaching staff with zero faith in the team. But that's just in one more game in the week. Chicago got a real big win, 41-17 Trubisky in fashion the over Jaguars. the Jags, who, well, I don't think the Jags fans are a little, are mad because they, they they locked up the number one pick. They clinched, they Trevor, clinched Lawrence. The Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes by mercy of um, Chicago winning the game. And then the Jets beat the Cleveland, who got a tough break. Four, their best four wide receivers and their two best defensive players all had COVID or were all close contacts for COVID. And the plane left four hours later than it was supposed to. They got there just before game time. They went right to the straight to the field. Sucks for New York or uh, for Cleveland fans. And Cleveland, they're ten and five with a shot of not making the playoffs if they can't get it done next week against the Steelers. That they followed the Jets, who have now won two in a row, and are trying. I think next week against the Patriots, they could win their last three, and they will still get the number two pick because the Bengals are winning games all of a sudden. Last week they beat the Steelers. This week they beat the te- the Deshaun Watson led Texans. I mean, which isn't who that impressive. Who cannot catch a break? Deshaun Watson and the team 
They, their, their draft pick right now would be a top five pick, but they don't even get it because it's going to go to Miami. So all of those games means that Chicago is now tied for with uh, Cardinals for the last spot in the NFC. Cincinnati is going to get the three, the probably the third pick in the draft. The f- second pick likely going to be the Jets, and the first pick going to be the Jags. I have a question for you, Stephen. Sure. If you are the Houston front office, how do you feel right now? Are you punching the air? Are you punching yourself? Well, I don't know why we traded away DeAndre Hopkins, one of the three why best wide receivers in the league. Why did you trade away all of your future picks? Well, because I don't know what they were doing. They're going win now mode or something. They stupid. don't know what they were doing. They had no idea. The Baltimore Ravens beat the Giants. A sad game. The Giants had a chance with many of the teams in their division losing, with Washington losing, you know, with the, the Eagles uh, losing. The Giants they could have done it, but Baltimore beat them to also move into the ten and five. Heap and the Giants still have a chance next week. We'll get to that. Carolina beat Washington 20 to 13. We'll just go rapid fire for these last ones. The Chargers beat the Denver 19 to 16 in a game of no one cares because the Denver Broncos. <laughs> no one has it. No one cares because the, the there's neither of those teams will be in the Eliminated. playoffs. Dallas beat Philadelphia 37 to 17. Seattle. That's a pretty decent game, Seattle. Was it, though? I mean, It's a I've, decent game that Seattle was able oh, to win oh, oh. because it, those are well, some good I mean, playoff teams. My we problem are, was Jared We're Goff. likely going to get a, a third meeting of these teams in the playoffs. We'll get to that in a Jared second. Goff did not um, have a good game. He threw a couple of interceptions. Uh, one of them just being a really poor play. He could have you know, ran down the, the sideline for a first down, seven yards. It was open. Uh, he was getting chased out of the pocket, but he could have ran for the seven-yard uh, first down. But instead, he um, decided to lob it up, and Seattle intercepted it. But, I mean, the reason I wasn't a fan of that game was they didn't score a touchdown, L.A., that is. It, they had three field goals. Yeah. At, at half, it was like, what, they both had a, a handful of field goals? I mean, it wasn't... No, it wasn't pretty. Seattle needs to get their offense on track if they want to do well in the That's playoffs. That's an understatement. Yeah, because their defense, as we all know, is not that great. But they're one of those teams that really needs to outfire out power teams. Almost lost the game to the Cowboys and almost lost to the Patriots in the beginning of the season But their def- because their defense was just terrible. The nightcap game, Packers poured it on in the snow in Green Bay, 40-14 to over Tennessee, and still have not wrapped up the one seed they need to win this next week against the Bears. And, you know, that uh, that game was interesting. Um, when I started watching it, it was 19-14, to and then Aaron Rodgers decided um, oh, he yeah. was going to throw another Devontae touchdown Adams and was just ha- going you know, run another touchdown. Devontae and Adams and three touchdowns. Pretty well. Big yeah. game. Yeah. Big oh, yeah. game. And then uh, who was it? Uh, Jones? Aaron Jones, yeah, is a he great, had what, they got 100 two, plus two good yards. Aaron, yeah, two great Aaron's on that team. Right, Rodgers. I mean, and that Jones. was, and then Dylan had 124 yards and two touchdowns. He was doing most of the work on the ground, so mm-hmm. yeah. I know. Yeah, was, people who are needing Aaron Jones in fantasy to come back were not thr- uh, thrilled about that. Um, well, let's look yeah, Rodgers. Rodgers with uh, four touchdowns though, only one interception. And yeah, well, then let's look a little bit at look this at the uh, NFC first. We'll we'll wrap it with the Chiefs because. Yeah. They've already wrapped everything up. The NFC, it's it's gonna be more of a toss-up. I, I I actually don't know. Both the both, there's gonna be a good one, at least one pretty decent team, a better team in the AFC than the NFC, who does not make the playoffs. In the NFC, the Packers, Saints, and Seahawks all clinch divisions. But if the Saints and Seahawks win and the Packers lose, I think the Saints get the one seed. The Packers need to win, need a little bit of help, but they should win. They could get the one seed. Saints and Seahawks to win their divisions and be the two and three prop most likely. Seahawks did 
they clinched the division. Oh, I know, I know. But I oh, mean, to oh, be the oh, two oh, and three saying. seeds, respectively. Gotcha. If the Saints lose and Seahawks win, Seahawks will be the two seed, which they would prefer because right now the four seed is always is up for grabs. Washington lost again. They've lost several now. After when, They lost two straight after having won five straight or something like that. So they need to win next week in the Sunday night game of the week against the Eagles. If they do that then they will be the victorious champions of the worst division we've seen in football in a long time. If they don't. And if they don't, it will come down to the winner of the Cowboys and Giants game, which is next week as well. Mm-hmm. Which which we will already know the outcome of that game going into the Sunday night game. So the winner of the Giants-Cowboys game will obviously be cheering against the Eagles or be cheering for the Eagles against the Washington team. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if there's much to play for with the Eagles, but Jalen Hurts, they at least have a quarterback. Washington, Alex Smith was still hurt last week. They turned to James, or they turned to the man, Dwayne Haskins, that they cut earlier just this morning. Big news. Just an hour or so ago, he was due to do a lot of money, and uh, teams won't have to pay the whole, the whole chunk of that. So, uh, so Washington doesn't even know who they're going with. If Alex Smith is not healthy, they'll be going with their COVID quarterback or a D3 undrafted rookie. So those are the guys they need with one game on the line, season on the line to win one game to push them into the playoffs. Buccaneers, they'll be in the playoffs. They A, a few weeks ago were looking shaky, but after wins against the Vikings and Lions, they now look to be the lucky recipients of the game against whoever wins the NFC East. And the Seahawks look on track if it ends the way it's looking to play the Rams in the first round of the playoffs. And the Bears and Cardinals fighting for the last spot um, if they both win or if they both lose it goes to the Bears so the Bears but it's very it's very likely that the Bears lose to the Packers Packers yeah the Packers haven't they and do who need, do the Cardinals play Cardinals the are Rams? playing the Rams so there are some there are some things to watch for because if the Cardinals beat the Rams they'll have the same record as the Rams and if the Bears lose then that means the Cardinals get in and the Rams and the Cardinals I don't know who would get the the six and who would be the seven the Bears are playing a good team against the Packers who need to win to lock up the one seed because if they lose and the Saints and Seahawks win then the Packers don't get the one seed in the bye, and there's only one bye. So Packers, it doesn't look like they'll be able to rest their starters. Right. So it does look like they'll be playing the, all their marbles against the Bears. I'm picking the Packers against the Bears, which then it means do you pick the Rams against the Cardinals or do you pick the Cardinals against the Rams? The yeah. last game the Rams won, I, I think it's know. a toss-up. I, I said before I thought that um, one team would win one game, one would win the other. I don't. I think I think the Cardinals could win, and... I don't know. I don't know. I think I think, based on uh, based on the performance, yes, it was against the Seahawks. But based on their performance yesterday, I do not see the Rams winning the Cardinals game. I don't know. I think the Cardinals. I mean, it's although all the Cardinals, all the Bears need is to both win or both lose, which is more likely than them losing and the Cardinals winning. I think the Cardinals win, and I think they get the NFC. So I think the NFC will be. I think it would be Packers one. Saints 2, which means the Saints would be playing the, the Cardinals and then Seahawks playing the Rams and Buccaneers playing Washington in the first round. We can jump over to the AFC. The Chiefs are locked up. They can rest their players next week. They I don't know who are. they're playing. They I have no idea who in, they're playing. They are playing um, oh, uh, the, the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah, that yeah, we talked about that weeks ago. Um, they Andy Reid is uh, thinking not only of resting his starters, but of resting Mahomes, which I know he's one of well, the starters, the, but like the starter. the starter, sure. But I'm saying like you're not even gonna play your quarterback. He suggested um, that quarterback Chad Henney or Hen, whatever, yeah, that's what you yeah, said. Henney uh, would play instead of Mahomes, which would be interesting to see. I um, mean, honestly, the Chiefs still could win that game, you know. 
It could. The, the, the Chargers are a good team. Offensive Rookie of the Year candidate, Justin Herbert. It's going to be him or Justin Jefferson, most likely. So I think the Chiefs will still win it. Oh, I think no, I don't think they will. If they're rest, it depends how much they rest. If they rest their whole defense and they rest. There's no reason for them to mess around. See, but I don't they do have to be a little cautious because the Ravens were the one seed in the AFC last year, lost the first-round game to the Titans that they here's, played. They were flat-footed, so they need to here's what I balance don't this. But if, if you want to totally risk – if you don't want to risk Patrick Mahomes getting hurt in any fan form because even as good as this team is, if Patrick Mahomes is, hurt in the, is not in the playoffs, this team is not winning the Super Bowl. This is true. This is true. However, however, here's what I don't understand. You get – uh, you get to rest everyone with your first round bye, so why wouldn't you? And oh, I you get, don't you don't risk it. I mean, Mahomes well, knows sure. his value. He knows ever since he signed that five hundred million dollar contract, he he knows that it's not even worth trying to pick up a yard on third and one. And he's meaning he's not going to go for body contact. He's sliding and getting out. He's protecting his body because he got hurt in a in a freak little slide play last year, and he was forced to miss five or six games. And that's why the Chiefs don't have the same record this year, last year that they have this year. That is true. When they have almost the same talent. So I think you do I, – I can't imagine they're going to play Mahomes because what happens if they play Mahomes and on the on the last play of the game, the Chargers yeah, hit him hit him, and he gets a concussion and he has to sit out so a, a month almost. They may not play Mahomes, but I think they play the rest of uh, – I think they play him until half – The rest of their I, starters. Uh, you, you almost play him until halftime. The same thing. Yeah. You, you do not want to see Tyreek Hill or Travis Kelsey – go down and with yeah. how many people every single week a different star NFL player this year has gone down and I just don't mainly with covid but well with covid but more so with the the ACLs and everything look at how many superstar players we have out Barkley was hurt in the second week of the season Joey Bosa's been out Nick Bosa's Kittle. been out Kittle has been out Garoppolo is out um, McCaffrey battled injury almost all year. Von Miller is out with ACL. Bud Dupree play? and Devin Bush are both out with ACLs for the Steelers. I mean, there's so many players. That's just a couple that are coming to my head. Mm-hmm. There are so many injuries. I don't think you can risk Fair it. Fair enough, Stephen. I just really want to see them go 15 and one. Uh, you're, they're not. Even, they can't even go 16 and 0. What's the point sure, of this point of trying to? Can, sure, I they mean, can go 15 and one. They can't. And have, they can't like, be cut because the Bills. Even if they went out and the Bills got a nice oh, game against the can't. Patriots I know this they week. Can't. Uh, it would just be nice. Oh, yeah, sure. That's what I'm saying. Sure. But we'll look at, let's look at, now that we've moved on from the, the dominant team who everyone's going to have to go through, even though it's not a huge deal with not a full stadium. The path to the Super Bowl runs through Kansas City yeah, and Arrowhead. Yeah, but let's talk about the heap that is the five teams all at 10-5 and five in the AFC. We're not going to have one of those stupid little under 500 teams or one of those 8-7 and seven <coughs> teams make the playoffs uh, in the AFC. There's going to be a team that has at least 10 wins sit out of the playoffs this year. This is almost going to look like the Patriots when they went 11 and 5 last um, in 2008 and didn't make the playoffs that year. That was the last year the Patriots didn't make the playoffs. Um, huh. But this year it that could happen because the Steelers playing the Browns, and so the Browns if they beat the Steelers they're in. But if they lose to the Steelers and these other teams win their games, the Browns, which would be the most Browns thing ever would be 10-6 and six and not make the playoffs. The mm-hmm. Ravens are playing the Bengals. I'm confident the Bengals make it in. The Dolphins, Dolphins are, are playing. playing the Bills. The Dolphins are playing the Bills, and depending how today's game goes, um, which hopefully we get this podcast out before it's finished or whoever, but we I'll will. just let you know. Maybe. Bills are playing the Patriots. The Bills beat the Patriots. They already have a head-to-head against the Steelers, so they can, they'll be the same record 12-3. and three. It will be interesting to see if they rest anyone or if they try to play full throttle next week for the two versus the three, which isn't a huge deal. But, but, because the Steelers and Bills are locked into the second and third seed. They both could lose next week. They'll have four losses. All these other teams already have five. 
So it's does it really matter to the Bills if they're the two or the three or if they rest people? Because the Bills look like they have a good shot. The the the, the question is, be, it's a mat, it matters because the Bills are playing the Dolphins, and similar to how on the NFC side the Rams are playing the Cardinals trying to get in, the Dolphins are not guaranteed in either right now. The Dolphins, yeah, they're the Dolphins. Are, they're playing the Bills. Are playing I think the it's Bills. at Buffalo. And the, and the Titans and I the think, Titans are playing Houston. Colts are playing Jaguars. So that is why I think Indianapolis still has a chance because the Browns have to play Pittsburgh. The Dolphins have to play Buffalo. Buffalo. So I think, and if either yeah, one of those teams loses, and the Colts, and the Colts I mean, most likely are going to win against the Jaguars. Yeah, the Jags can try to win the game because now I mean, they've already locked the one. Sure, I, but I don't. Uh, think yeah, I think we can. I think we agree that Titans get in. Titans and I think are the probably going to win the, the division. The Titans but... probably going to win the division. Ravens trying to probably going to get in. So I think it does come down. It's I... back to the fact that there's five teams like this. Like, sure, the Bengals could beat the Ravens because they're on a two-game win streak. They beat the Steelers and Texans. But I think the Ravens are going to get it done. Even though the Ravens were like six and five and everyone was crapping on them, I knew when you looked at their last five games, it was the Giants, the Bengals, the Jags, the Cowboys, and some decent team. That was their ending five games. No. They had the easiest ending five games. I think it comes down to the like we said, the Dolphins, the Browns, and the Colts. And I think it's going I think the Colts are gonna win and I think the Browns are gonna lose. Uh yeah, I, I don't have I don't very much confidence for the Steelers at this rate in the season, but I I do think I mean the game's in Cleveland, but I think uh I think the defense of the Steelers, if the Browns can't get all those players back from COVID, which they should be able to get them back from on Thursday if they're not showing symptoms and everything. I just I I think in this I'm calling the Dolphins getting in though man, I think right no I think the Browns don't get but in. But here's a question like what's the tiebreaker? I haven't looked at it in so, depth enough. If the Colts and the Dolphins both lose, what happens? If the Colts lose, if the Browns done. and Dolphins lose, who gets that one? Uh, Miami has the uh, tiebreak over Cleveland. So Miami so Miami wins. So if Miami loses and the Browns lose, the Browns would be in the Colts win. The Browns would be the one to go. Sure. Because the Dolphins have the tiebreaker. Basically. Browns need to win. And so Colts do the need Dolphins. To win. Colts and Browns need to win because if they lose and other teams lose, they're not getting those. If everyone wins, or if or obviously they can't all win, but if they all lose, let's say, let's say the Browns lose to the Steelers, let's say the Ravens lose to the Bengals, and the Dolphins lose, and the Colts lose. Colts don't get it. Colts don't get it. So Colts need to win. They need to win, and they need to have someone lose. That's the only way. The they easiest get it. thing to make this all make sense would be if the Colts just lose, they don't get it, right? And everyone else, even if they win or lose, they get it, and then it's just seeding wise. Because it is a big difference. Because if the Colts win and the Titans lose, then the Colts get the then four the Colts seed. would be the the Colts would be the four seed. The Titans would be the they might be the fall of the seven. It's or so close. Or they might not even get in, depending on, on the Browns. What the Browns? It's and the so close. It is just so close because. Like unlike the NFC where I already told you who's like the Bucks are gonna play the NFC East, the Rams are gonna play the Seahawks, the Saints or Packers, whoever doesn't get the one's gonna play the the Cardinals or the, or Bears. the Bears. This we don't know. And almost it comes down to would you rather play a struggling Steelers team than the Bills? I think these lower teams would. You don't wanna play the Chiefs regardless regardless, so you don't wanna be the lowest seed left because the lowest seed after the first round if it's not it's not a bracket ready. play, it's the lowest seed after the first round will play the highest seed. Right. You know? Yeah. So if if these teams win the first round games, they they don't want to be the four. They'd rather they'd much rather be the four or five than the six and seven. And right. it's it's also just a weird year because we've never seen the NFL like this, where they have um, seven teams make the playoffs. Right. It would be so much more interesting to say the fact 
if the AFC was like this and we had to say two teams with ten wins are both not going to make the playoffs. Right. But it's only going to be one of them. So who do you think? Who do you think's not getting it? The Browns? I think... I'm, I think the Browns win the game against the Steelers. Which I don't see it. No? I don't see it. After the disheartening loss to the Jets. Oh, I cannot believe that happened. I mean, are they are they going to get their uh, receivers and their defensive? They should. They should be able by Thursday to get their players back. They should, if, but if will everyone's they? Te- yeah, they. And I, I don't know. I just don't. I mean, I don't know either. I they're think... playing a Steelers team that just came back, and now they have momentum. They just came back against Indianapolis. It was a game that they had to prove that they are still the team that they were before the Washington game. The team that was <laughs> yeah. looking at the Browns going had the Browns had they had momentum and the Browns tweeted a month ago when the Steelers lost the first game to Washington and was eleven and one they said the door has been opened and then they were the joking they were joking that they the lost. AFC North was still up for grabs because if the Steelers didn't win win against the Colts and the Browns had beat the Jets then the winner of that last game would have made the I AFC mean, North it's just I don't know I don't know last time the Steelers met they beat the Browns thirty eight seven. And I agree, but also I mean, the, Ravens, the, Browns, the Ravens did the same thing against the Browns in the second or first week of the season, and then when they recently played two or three weeks ago, it was a great shootout game. Oh, it was. I think but that I was mean, out of town. The Browns the beat the— week before the, that. It was 38-41 to 41 or something It was 47-42. to 42. Yeah, oh, okay. uh, The Browns beat the Titans. They, you know, lose the to Ravens, the Ravens, and, the Ravens. But then they lose to the Jets. I don't get it. The Titans beat the Ravens. Steelers beat the Titans. Browns beat the Titans. Bengals beat the Titans. So— yeah. I, Every AFC North team, except for the Ravens, beat the Titans. And the Titans only beat the Ravens, like, in overtime on that Derrick Henry long run up the middle. So, I don't know. I don't have a lot of faith in the Titans. I do like the Colts. I, they have a great defense, and they have a good running game and a fine passing game and, a very, and a, like, a veteran quarterback. If defense. we're talking playoffs, I don't think the Dolphins win this. I don't like the Dolphins. You don't like the Dolphins to beat the Bills. Well, actually, well, no, I don't like. I, I like the that. Bills to win. And I, I, so I think, think the Dolphins no. need to win to get in because these other teams might all win. And I, if they get in the playoffs, I think the Dolphins are the worst of this whole bunch because they don't know who they're playing at quarterback. Tua got I Tua has been right. benched almost every week. He gets to play like three quarters, and then when it comes down, when they're down ten points in the fourth, they're like, okay, we're gonna go with Fitzpatrick because he's done this before, and he did it again. They would yeah. not be the the Dolphins right now would not be in the playoffs. They would be the ones needing everyone else to lose and win this last game. But so, because Fitzpatrick somehow got it done and scored all those points in the fourth quarter, they only had 13 points. They got 16 points scored in the final pick. last quarter. Final pick. For, or I'm sorry, final final rankings for the AFC, and then I'll give my final rankings for the AFC. What do you think it's going to be? Oh, uh, going into the playoffs? Yep. Uh, I'll go Chiefs 1, the Bills 2, and the Steelers 3, because you can't – I, I, that's not too hard because it's literally just do you think the Steelers win that last game or the Bills lose one because it has to be those three teams. It has to be those teams for the two and the three. So I guess Steelers or Chiefs, Bills, Steelers, um, just because the Titans are – I'm going to give the Titans over the Colts just because I think – I mean, if they both win, I think Titans get four, although I'd love to see the Colts do it. I, I think the Ravens end up at five. So I go Titans four, Ravens five, and then the last two between the Dolphins, Browns, and Colts, it's just who wins those games. I think the Colts sneak in because between the Dolphins and Browns playing hard teams, I think the Colts win, they get in. So I give the Colts the uh, give Colts the six, and I'm going to think that Miami and Browns both lose. So I think the Browns get out, and I think Dolphins at seven. So let me see if I say that one more time, if I can say it correctly. Chiefs, Bills, Steelers, Titans, Ravens. Um, Colts and Dolphins. Colts and then Dolphins. See, what about you? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to... 
I'm gonna stray away from what you just said. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's gonna be the Chiefs. I agree with the Bills. I mean, you look at what the Bills have done. They oh, I think they're lost the best team. to the Chiefs. I think they're the best team. To be, they the beat best the Jets. Beat they beat the, the Patriots. They beat the Seahawks. They barely lost to the, lost to the Chiefs too. They they were right. in most of that game. They barely lost to the Cardinals by two points. They beat oh, and the it was Chargers. a hail mary. It was a hail mary. Yeah, they yeah, yeah. beat the 49ers. They beat the Steelers. They beat the Broncos in a dominant win. I see them beating the Patriots tonight. Easy money. And I, I think they Josh Allen is on a roll, yeah. and I think they're going to beat the Dolphins. I think they're going to beat the Dolphins. So I'm going to put them at two. I'm going to put the Steelers at three. Uh, I'm going to put the Titans at four. <sighs> Dolphins don't get in, I don't think. Oh, so you think the Browns beat the Steelers? I, I, agree, with, I agree with your Ravens. I think Ravens are going to be five. Colts are going to be six. No, I'm sorry. Colts are going to be seven because Browns are going you, to win. Yeah, you'd need the Browns to win, yeah. Browns so you are think, going to win. You think that the Browns win and the Colts win and the Dolphins lose, basically. I think so, yeah. I don't see the Dolphins beating uh, Buffalo. I think the Dolphins have a better chance to beat Buffalo than the Browns do to beat the Steelers, to be entirely honest. I think the Buffalo... I take it back. You're, you know what? You're right. Browns and Dolphins are both going to lose. And Which that means one means the, the Dolphins... Get it. Get it. Which is what I said. I said right. the Browns okay. miss out. Right, okay. <laughs> you're right. My apologies. Right. Um. Yeah. Which is fine. I think we, it's we so realize. confusing. I mean, we've been running in circles with this for the past couple of minutes. It's just so confusing. Like, uh-huh. if they win, they lose. Tiebreakers. Who gets? Which is what? this is how you want it to be right. going it's into the exciting. last week. Like, I don't even. I'm going to be sitting there watching the games, and I still I don't think I will understand what's happening. Like, the commentators will need to tell me like if this wins and this wins, and this is what we're looking at. Do they play at different times? Or are they Usually, all one o'clock games? Traditionally, the last Dolphins week, play no at Monday Dolphins night. play. Well, almost, right, right. It's all no, like I, I know they. In the morning and Sunday afternoon. But is it? Is it? Um, There's going to be a ton of games at at twelve. So the Dolphins play the Bills at twelve. Yeah. And then the Browns will play the Steelers at twelve. Yeah. And most then games the Colts. Most games will the be at Colts 12. will play the Jaguars at three twenty-five. So yeah, so, so the some Colts games will know. know. Some they will know what they yeah. need to do. Or the Ravens, as the game is starting, the games will be wrapping up. They'll know what they got to do. The Ravens play at twelve, so you have all of the teams that are currently Colts might in know a that they spot. can't make the playoffs, and then they're unless gonna, they need right. the Titans to lose and they win. If all these Titans other teams play. have already won their games by then, you know. Tit- yeah, no, I, I mean, Titans also play at three twenty-five though. So, so the you're saying if the Browns and, the and if Browns and Dolphins both upset the Steelers and Bills and the Ravens win, then we know that between the Titans and the Colts, it's going to come down to. Right. So the Colts wow. are, yeah, the Colts are not done, in, I mean, not, until their game is done. Because if the Titans lose, the then Titans they have a bigger win. chance yeah, of losing. Yeah. Then yeah, and then the NFC, I think Packers get it. Yeah. I think it goes Packers, Saints, Seahawks. I think it stays the same. It stays the same. Uh, and I think Washington I think, wins. Uh, no, I think I think Dallas does. I think Dallas does. I have Don't to. Don't give America. They've won America, two in a row. Quote unquote, they are the America's hot team. team. This division has been so streaky. Washington won oh, like one I think the four. Cardinals get in. By the way, Bears lose to the Packers. Cardinals beat the Rams. Yeah, that I would be that, that would be my pick. Would be that the Cardinals get it. But I think the Bears. For some reason, I think the Rams are going to win that last game. So I, th- I just, I'll stick with the Bears. Yep. What do you think? Yeah. I, I think I think uh, think it's going to be the Cardinals. All right. Well. I'll say Bears, you say Cardinals, so that one of us can be right next week. We want to put money on this. On it. Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it. Ten bucks. I'll put ten bucks on it. All right. I I got the. I have either of, if they both win or both You're lose. You're hearing it. I got yeah. it. I got it, folks. You can get me Qdoba next week for the podcast. I will. <laughs> I will. 
Well, that was the NFL report a little long, but I mean, we have some exciting stuff to talk about today uh, with one week left in the playoff picture. Shrinking. Yeah, so come hey. back next week. We'll know the wild card schedule. We'll know. Um, we'll know the whole. The se- yeah, we'll know everything. Yeah, we'll yeah. them all. Go so. Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Right? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That hurt to say. Uh, <laughs> boost. So a post-Bills Patriots game update. Uh, the Bills definitively beat the Patriots 38-9. to Second biggest lost loss in the Belichick era um, of 29 points. Haven't lost that bad since 2003. Um, the Bills improved to 12 and three. They're the second seed in the AFC. Patriots are now six and nine. They've been eliminated for a couple of games now, but it just solidified the fact that they will not have a winning season, which has not happened since 2000. So, um, that is the update. The Bills will go up against the Dolphins next week, uh, and we'll see what happens with the Dolphins. What is good, everyone on the show? I'm Steven. I'm back. It was a great week out of town, but I'm back, ready to rock it with you. I, it was a great show last week, I heard, and it's already been off to a great start of this week. We just had a probably uh, one of our better interviews, if not the best interview we've had on the show for you guys. Um, we're really excited about that. Really, really great guest Dom is uh, getting to bring on to the show. But it is time for the NBA edition. The season started while I was gone. We've only had a couple games. Teams have played two or three games. Obviously, that's going to call for some overreaction, such as the fact that the Cleveland Cavaliers are the best team in the East at 3-0 and the Bucks and Celtics are tied for eighth. You know, I don't know. What's to say about that? Are the Cleveland Cavaliers one of the better teams in the NBA this year? Uh, I would say they're not, but, you know, it's only been three games, so a lot of time to overreact. Right now, the Eastern Conference, the Cavs, the Magic, the Pacers um, are all 3-0. The Hawks, 2-0. The 76ers and Nets are 2-1. Uh, very strong start comeback for Kevin Durant. You know, he uh, he came in, he dropped 29 points, didn't even play in the fourth quarter against the Warriors on Christmas Day. Pretty embarrassing performance. Um, we got the Heat it's at 1-1. One the Knicks and Celtics 1-2, and two, but the Celtics have had some tough matchups there. I had to play the, the Nets and some other people. And then the Bucks are 1-2. and two. They, played the, they played the Celtics as well. Uh, game ended with uh, Jason Tatum bank three over Giannis to win that one, and Giannis missed um, the free throw to send it to overtime. I don't know. If you pay him $228 million, you'd think they'd be able to make a few more free throws than that, but apparently he was not. And so the Bucks 1-2. and two. Hornets 1-2. and two. They just beat the Nets last night. LaMelo Ball... I uh, was making a rain from downtown slightly, you know, he had a couple threes, and they were able to beat the Nets, so some promise for the Hornets, and then the Pistons, the Raptors, the Wizards, and the Bulls, all winless so far at 0-2 or 0-3, uh, Russell Westbrook has been averaging triple-double already out coming off of it, but but not to be, it's still still early on, lots, lots of basketball season left to go for us, even though it's a 10-game shorter season than they normally would have. In the West, the Thunder have only played one game because the game with the Rockets, uh, the first game on the opening night on Christmas Day was actually canceled because eight members of the Rockets tested positive for a coronavirus. It's just the world we live in. It's just the season we've got, the season we've been dealt. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be like that a lot um, because now we're no longer in the bubble where there were no tests for three months. Now we're, we're back into this 
this period where they're just going to travel around, and if anyone tests positive like the NFL, we might see some games get uh, postponed, and it's just okay because they, they have off days they can work around with and stuff, and they'll make it all work out, but we did have some postponements there. So the Thunder won their only game. They're the only undefeated team in the entire Western Conference at 1-0. The Pelicans, Clippers, Lakers, Suns, Kings, Timberwolves, and Spurs are all 2-1. and And then the Jazz in Portland, 1-1. and Dallas and Golden State, 1-2. and And the Rockets only played one game, and they lost to the Thunder, so they're 0-1. And Memphis and Denver, 0-2. Denver had some close games uh, recently. And yesterday... Yesterday, Dallas Mavericks just almost blew the gates off. It was 53 to 13 at a certain point at the beginning of the game, towards the beginning of the game. They just, just were just whooping up on the Clippers. But so it's an interesting, it's an interesting season. It's interesting to see. It looks kind of weird watching some of the games. Uh, it's, I mean, there's a lot of great basketball to be played. Everyone's back, obviously. There's some. Anthony Edwards just played uh, LeBron James yesterday in the Lakers, and you know he didn't look so hot, but he looked all right. He he was doing okay. Now, LaMelo Ball is off to a pretty pretty fun start. He's a great player. I like watching him. You know, he's not super so showstopper, and he's not the biggest, like, lights-out shooter. He made several threes last game. He's kind of similar to his older brother in the way that he's very good at assists, and that's probably the strongest part of his game. And if he can develop more of a shot, he might be very fun to watch. And uh, Wiseman is pretty he's, he's pretty fun. He had a couple good plays. Um for the Warriors, although the Warriors just looks like the Warriors are not even any remnants of their of their former team, so I don't know how much promise can be put into their season coming up this year. Um, but it, it has been pretty fun to watch. It's been pretty, pretty weird, to say the least, but it, it seems as if, um, it seems as if it was a good decision to come back. They obviously came back earlier than hockey by a month, even though they usually both start around the same week or so and end around the same week or two difference. Um, and so they tried to get the season in because the the Olympics are going to happen, and it's going to be interesting to see whether or not uh, the players go play in the Olympics because sometimes, for the last few years, the, some of the better players in the NBA have been opting out of playing in the Olympics. They don't want to get hurt or anything, but they might see if they want to go play this um, in, in the Olympics would have been pushed next summer. But that might be compete. That might conflict with the NBA's, you know, postseason. So, all of some stuff to keep sorted out for you guys. If we want, we can look at a game or two that is going to be played in the next uh, the next few days. Today we have Detroit Pistons playing the Hawks. Might be an okay game. The Grizzlies and the Nets. See if John Morant can uh, get on track and beat this Nets team. The Utah Jazz and Thunder. The Thunder. You know, they, they blew it all up. Let's see if they actually, they if they win a lot of games again last year like they did even surprisingly and they sneak the playoffs or if they sit out. We got the Nuggets and the Rockets, two teams looking for their first win. Then we got the Trailblazers and the Lakers. Trailblazers, I think they I think they still got a good, a decent shot this year. Damian Lillard will give you a shot on any given night with uh, McCollum on his team. And so those are the games that are going to get played today. Don't want to uh, go on too long because the NBA, because it's really just been a week back, but... Some exciting games, some exciting Christmas games. Um, there, there were, there were good games, and there have been blowouts already. But it's the NBA basketball's back, and there's no longer the bubble. It's already, it's already on the show. It's already picking up heat, and it's going to be a fun season. So stick around for it. I'll be back to break it down more. Um, we'll get a little bit clearer picture of how teams are kind of doing. I don't want to overreact too much to some teams 
just after playing one or two or three games, especially when those games sometimes are against the best teams in the league, or when, or like I said at the very beginning of the segment, the Cavs are three and zero. You know, that's probably not going to hold up very much longer. So I'll be back next week to break it down a little bit longer when we get a two-week window and as we progress a little more into the season. We'll just uh, we'll break down some storylines for you guys, but it's back. Basketball is back. I'm excited for it. I like watching it, and I hope we have a pretty uneventful next few weeks without any hiccups. Closing bell, everybody. That's going to do it for us this week on St. Louis Sports with uh, Sticky and Steve. We got a great show for you guys next week, though. The Hot Stove Corner, What's Hot and What's Not, will be a continuation next week. We'll finally break down what's cracking up in Seattle with the new NHL expansion team to get us to 31 teams. What everyone's been waiting for. That will be part of the Blues blog. That's right. We will have that for you guys. College football bowl games and the New Year's Year's Eve playoff games will have been played, so we will recap those for you guys. NBA will get a little bit of further discussion. The NFL playoff will be set. We'll preview all of the biggest NFL games, everything you need to know for that. Cards Corner with Dom, and we got a very special guest for you guys next Surprise week. Surprise special guest. So stick around. Come back next week. You guys have a good one. Thank you. We'll be right here. I'm Steve, signing off with Sticky. See ya.